Today's share of Mishnah Bruriomi is Daf Kuf Mem Omud Beis, and we begin Simon Kuf Yud Gimel, which deals with the, de- the dinim of bowing down during the Shemun Esrei. So the Mechaber starts off and he says, Eila brachos sheshochin bohem, the following brachos, there are only two, a person bends down during the Shemun Esrei. As we'll see, during the other brachos, you're not allowed to bend down. And these two are ba'avos t'chil v'sof, the first bracho of the Shemun Esrei, mogein avraham, at the beginning, this is called the bracha of Ovos, because it deals with Elkei Avraham Yitzchak V'yakov. So therefore, it's called the bracha of Ovos, and you bow down at the beginning. We'll learn how you bow down a little bit later today's year. And you bow down at the end of the bracha, so, Baruch HaTo Hashem, you bow down at the beginning, and Baruch HaTo Hashem, you bow down at the end. And likewise, in the bracha of Bahodah, which is the bracha of Modim, which starts Modim and Afnulach, which concludes with Hato Shimcha Ulecha Noel Yodos, you bow down also there to Chilo Vesof, at the beginning and at the end. The imba lishchos besov kol bracha obeschilasa, and if a person were to want to go bow down at the beginning or the end of any other bracha, malamdin al yishna, we teach him not to do so. That's incorrect. We'll explain why in the Mishnah Brura. However, However, in the middle of any of the brachos, yachol lishchos, one does have permission if he wishes to to go bow down during the bracha. We'll discuss this more in a moment. The Mishnah Bura starts off in Siv Kartnalaf and he writes, at the beginning and at the end of the Brach of Modim, Modim and at the end of Mosim Hashem as we've already explained. Dear Shufutna number two brings down that this is also true for the Modim de Rabbanon, the Modim that we say during the Chazar Sashats, that one should bow down during this. Here, however, we have a machlokis as to whether one should bow down only at the beginning of this stating of Modem and Achtelach Modem the Rabbanon, or should we bow down during the entire time? He brings down the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah later on, who say, Yesh Omen Lishchos Gam Besof, you should also bow down towards the end of that Modem the Rabbanon. V'yesh HaSovim Sheyesh Lomar Es Kulo Achas, and others say you should be bowed down during the entire time. The Bir Halacha brings down, in the name of the Vilna Gon, She'en Tzorech Lishchos, that one doesn't bow down El Arak until She'ato Hu Hashem Elokeinu. And then he straightens himself up. The Chazonish and the Stiplugon, Zatzal, they would bow down at the beginning, at the end, but not during the entire middle part. We see, therefore, that there are many different customs how to do this, and each person conduct himself according to his Rebbe, according to his custom. Mr. Bur and Siv Cotton Bays writes that you shouldn't bow down during other brachos, because if you do bow down during other brachos, you're going against the takona that the rabbi set up to only bow down during the bracha of Ovos and the bracha of Hodah. Everybody shouldn't just go and be machmir, be stringent the way they feel like doing it. Now this looks arrogant as well. Oh, you're greater than everybody else. Everybody else only bows down during two of the brachos, you bow down during all of the brachos. Dear Shufutna number four brings down an interesting discussion. What about Friday night when we say the bracha mi'en sheva, the mini chazara sashats that the chazan says? So does the chazan, when he starts off, baruch ato Hashem, malokein volkei avoseinu, does he say over there, bowing down during the Baruch Hashem part? So he brings down from the Shud Zecher Yehosef, as well as the Makar Chaim, that Yesh Lichroa Betchilas Abrocha, that one should in fact do this, and this was also the opinion of Yashiv. However, Roshlomo Zalman originally said that he didn't think that one should bow down, but then when he saw that the Sefer Mokar Chaim was printed, it was only printed in Eretz Yisrael in 1982, 
it was written several hundred years before. It was written by the Chavos Yar, the author Yar Chaim Bakrak, who lived in the uh, 1600s. He died in 1702, but the Sefer was only published in 1982 when Rabbi Shlomo Zalman saw that the Makar Chaim said that you should bow down, so he changed his opinion. However, the Lushay Mordechai says, Lo motzinu shetakinu He says, no, we don't have to bow down during this bracha. But it seems that the majority opinion over here would be that you should, as the Chazim, bow down the beginning of the bracha, Mi'en Sheva. Tirshu foot number five brings down from the Chayyadam that even though every bracha doesn't start off with Baruch HaTashem, you still shouldn't bow down at the beginning of every bracha of the Shemun Esrei. And he says, why didn't the rabbis institute such a bowing down at the beginning of the end? So he brings down from the Moruk Tziah, because it may cause difficulty for the person davening to have to bow down at the beginning and end of each bracha, and we're concerned that in the bowings down, he'll not concentrate as well as the Tefillah as he should. Mishnah Burin Sivka and Gimel writes, however, you can bow down at least theoretically in the middle of the brachos, the chayin sos muhar beachronim, and this is the stam psak of many of the achronim, the loki yifei maire shigim gim lesor, and not like the opinion of the yifei maire who said that one should not bow down during the middle of the brachos, but technically one does have permission to bow down during the middle of the brachos if he wishes to do so. Sivka and Dalit, the Mishnah Burin writes, yochol lishchos, you do have the permission to bow down during the middle of the brachos, shein lochos shiavol lakor takonos chachom this doesn't look like you're going against takon of the chachom because it's the middle of the bracha. Because the rabbis never said anything about bowing down in the middle of the bracha. They only said at the beginning and the end of the bracha of Ovos and Odor. So if you bow down in the middle of any other bracha, it doesn't look like you're going against the takon of the chachom. Sif Beis, the Mechaber writes, Hanoagim lishchos be Rosh Hashanah of Yom Kippur. Many people have the custom that they bow down at various points during the Rosh Hashanah of Yom Kippur Shemun Asrays. So if they have the opinion, Kishomim zochreinu umichamocha, if they bow down when they say zochreinu l'chaim umichamocha avarachamim, tzrichim liskov kishemagim musofa bracha. They have to go and make sure that they're standing upright before they conclude the bracha. Zochreinu would be Morgain Abraham. They should be making sure that they're standing upright before they say Baruch HaToshem Morgain Abraham. And when they finish Mechamoch, if they were bent over, they should be standing upright before they say Baruch HaToshem Mechayim The Ramah adds, Hagah, Yafogav di Ba'avos Kareh Besof Abracha. And even since, of course, during the Baruch of Morgain Abraham, they're bowing down at the end, Mechamochum Tzorach Liskov Ma'at Besof Zochreinu. They have to make sure that they're standing upright before they reach that point. Kadeshi Nira Shechoze Vachoreh Mishum Chiyav. So it's clear to everybody that they're not bowing down because of Zochreinu, but they stopped bowing down because of Zechreinu, they stood up, and now they're bowing down because the rabbi set up that you have to bend down at Baruch HaToshem Mogein Avraham. The Mishnah Burin Sivkan Hay writes that many people have this custom, many people have the custom that they dive in the entire Rosh Hashanah Kippur davening in a somewhat stooped position, in a bent position, to sow your subordination to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. But when they do so, they have to make sure that at the beginning and the end of each bracha that they stand upright, even though they may be stooped during the rest of the Shemoneh In order not to go against the Takon of the Chacham, that you only do this at the beginning and the end of Avos and Hodah, and not during other brachos. So if you want to be bent during the rest of Shemoneh you can, but you have to make sure that you're upright at the beginning. The end of each bracha. Tishu footer number nine brings down what about when we say in the Oleinu, in the Shemona Esri, in Tilas Musaf Shal Rosh Hashanah, Vanachdu Karim, so he brings down from the Makar Chayim that one is permitted to bow over there as well. And the Siddur of the Yavit says the same thing as well. That there you're allowed to go and bow down in a deep, bowing down as is the custom by many people as well as for the Chazan.
Sivka involved the Mishnah Brewer writes, Sochreinu mi chamocha, people have the custom to bow. Einatam shavivim. There are two different reasons over here. The bimi chamocha, the reasoning is, you have to make sure that you're standing up right before the end of the bracha because you're not bowing down during the bracha of Mechayim Mesim, so it would be improper if you're still bent before you say, Brocha to Hashem Mechayim Mesim. The Birchas Mechayim Mesim, ain't shom shechia. There is no bowing down into that bracha, mitzat takonis chacham, that the rabbis instituted. And if you were to be bowed down then, Yilkimosif, that would be going against the takon of the chachamim. However, by Zachreinu, there is a bowing at the end of Zachreinu called Mogein Avraham. Yeshom shechia mitzat takonis chacham, kishomer brocha to Hashem Mogein Avraham. And therefore, the kivon shezeh shocheh bechol hatvila lo yenikor takonis chachamim. If you were to stay bowed down, it wouldn't look to anybody that you're bowing down because of Mogein Avraham to fulfill the takon of the chachamim, but you're doing it because of Zachreinu. The Mishnah Bur brings down a practical difference between the bowing down of Zochreinu and the bowing down of Mikamocha. So by Zochreinu, you have to make sure that you're fully upright before you start saying, So it's clear that when you do Baruch Hashem, you're bowing down for the Baruch Hashem part. However, but that which is standing upright for Mikamocha, you don't have to be standing up before then, as long as you're standing up by Baruch Hashem, you're okay. And this same thing he brings down in the name of the Taz, would be true for any other brachos that you're bowing down during the middle of Shemesrei, as long as you're upright by the time that you say Baruch Hashem at the end of that bracha, you'd be okay. Again, for Zachreinu, you should be a little bit before then, so it's clear that you're bowing down by the Baruch Hashem. Sivkat and Zayin. The Mishnah Bura says, because it's a chiyuv to bow down by Morgan Avram, because the original bowing down that you're doing by Zachreinu, that was a voluntary bowing down. So therefore, you have to make it clear that you're bowing down the obligatory bowing down by Morgan Avram. And furthermore, and as well, because you want to make sure that you're fully upright by the time you say the shame of Hashem and bow down by the Baruch HaTor, as we'll see later on in a couple of Sifim in a few moments. Siv Gimel. The Mechaber writes, HaKorea there's a point in the davening where we say and everybody bows down in front of you HaKadosh Baruch Oh, or when we say in the davening only to you Hashem do we bow down Oh, the Hodor, the Halal, the Hodor that we say in the Halal, in the Birchas Hamazon, which the Mishnah Bura will explain in a moment, if a person bows down at any of these places that's called disgusting, that's inappropriate Ramor explains, because the rabbis never set up to bow down at these places, even though they talk about bowing down to Hashem, and therefore it's considered disgusting and appropriate if a person were to bow down at those places. The Mishnah Bru explains in Sifkat and Ches, what do we mean by the bowing down in the Hodor of Halal and Birchas Hamazon? If a person bows down when he says, Hodol Hashem Kitov in the Halal, that's inappropriate. And likewise, in the Birchas Hamazon, he says, No, Delecha, we, we uh, thank you, HaKodesh Baruch Oh, the Allah call on him, so then it's inappropriate to bow down at those places. Maguna, it's disgusting. The Mishnah Bruin Sivkot and Tess writes, the ain't lishchos elamashi because once you only bow down at the places where the rabbi is said to do so, and doing it other places is inappropriate, as we pointed out. It's arrogant of a person, and it looks like you're a more, more from and more machmir than everybody else in the shul. Um, high time, and for the same reasoning, the Mishnah Bruin explains, ain't lishchos be Yerushalayim the low kama real. 
and one shouldn't bow down in these places as well, as opposed to the opinion of the Maril, which in Dirshu footnote number 11, he brings down that the Maril said that when you say in the Kedusha, Baruch Kivot, and when you say Vim he would bow down, and when he reached the shame of Hashem, he would stand upright. So that was the Maril's custom, and we normally follow the Minhagim of the Maril. Many of the Ashkenazim customs do follow the Maril, but here the Mishnah Berurah says we do not, and this is brought down in the name of the Dogu Miravavim. The issue footnote number 10 brings down that there were other customs. Himself, the Shulchan Aruch brings down that people would bow various times during the Kaddish. They would bow five times during the Kaddish. However, the Das of the Vilagon was not to do that. And as a compromise, the Aruch HaShulchan says we bow a little bit during the Kaddish. Some people turn to the left, turn to the right. They bow a little bit during the Kaddish, but we shouldn't make them like the bowings down of the Shemona Esrei. Mishnah Baruch continues, still in the middle of Siftes, and he writes, because of Amogin Avram, the Efshar Shishchamat, that one could, if he wanted to, bow down a little bit during the Yerushalayim, Boni Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim, Yerucha, because of the Shmonesri, that's in the Shmonesri. Avol Shalom B'Shmonesri, when you're davening, not the Shmonesri, any other part of the davening, Yochel, Lechol, Lishtachos, Kirtzon, a person can bow down as he sees fit, and this includes the end of the Shmonesri, when you haven't taken your three steps back, when you're saying, Elokai, Nitzor, Shanim, Yerua, which is technically at the conclusion of the Shmonesri, when you say, over here from the custom that is brought down from the Gemara from Rabbi Kiva. The Mishabur says, Mishum Hachi Motzin Bar Rabbi Akiva. The Gemara explains that Rabbi Kiva, Shadam Enichol Bikaron Zavazu, he was left in one corner. Umotzav Zavaz Acheres Mirov Kriyos Ishtachavoyos, and because of all the bowings down, he would end up finishing the Shmonesri in another corner. The Kotzu Aposkim and the Poskim said about this: It wasn't during the Shmonesri. The Hoyazeli Achar Shesiyam Ayuches Brachos. This was after he concluded Hamavareches and Risov Ashalom. Umasho Asar Shulchan Aruch Becholze, and that which the Shulchan Aruch said you shouldn't do this. Mishum Dekolo Dolos Elu Hu Derech Shevach Vehilu Ve'In Shayach Ben Kriyom Ishtachavoyos. Why did the Shulchan Aruch say that we don't bow down at all the places where it does mention bowing down? Because he says those are all not bowings down that we're doing. Those are praises of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that we are the ones that bow down to him. But we're not saying that we're bowing down right now. When we say, every upright person bow, bows down to you. You're not saying it about yourself. We're saying that all people bow down to you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This is a praise of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And it's not that we're saying we now are bowing down to you. Therefore, it's Maguna. It's not appropriate. It's disgusting if you now bow down to him when the Chacham didn't set this up. However, as we pointed out already, You're saying that about yourself. Therefore, a person does have permission to go bow down at that time. And the Mishnah Baruch says, look in the Taz, where he discusses his further. The issue footsteps number 12 bring down that here the Mishnah Brewer said you have the right to bow down and elsewhere he says so if everybody's bowing down by you should bow down as well and the custom is that everybody bows down then so it's and not and in Dishu footnote number 13 he brings down the words of the Taz we have other times in Yom Kippur davening where everybody bows down many have the custom that they all bow down. Now here you're talking about the Kohanim, you're not talking about yourself. So he explains, We're imagining ourselves like we are the Kohanim, so therefore it's appropriate for us to bow down over there, so says the Taz. How much should you bend down? So, the Mechabah says the person should bend down until the vertebral column in his back, you can see each part of the vertebral column sticking out a little bit. 
The Mishnah Bruits of Cotton Yud explains, Pikaku Loshon Kesha, this is like a knot in the back, this is the point of the Ratibo column. Vilotso Lomar, and he means to say, Shemach Masakriya, because you're bending down, Bolt in Aksharim your back, your spine, you can count the individual areas of the spine, so that much bending, a slight bend, a slight angle will suffice to do this. The Mechaber continues and he writes, You shouldn't bow all the way from your waist. And your head should remain upright. But your head should also be bowed down. Your head shouldn't be standing upright while your, your body is bent, but your head should be bent as well, like an Agmon. An Agmon is like a reed or a rod or a cane of some sort, so it's bent as well. You shouldn't bend so much that your mouth is like equal to your waist. That's arrogant. If a person is elderly or infirm, when he can't bend so much because if it, hurt, it hurts his back when he bends, so he can't even get the vertebral column to stand out a little bit. As soon as he's bent over, the Ramah says, as you subjugate yourself, you bend down a little bit. With your head, that's adequate. Because by bending your head, a little bit, it is clear that you want to bow down, and the only reason you're not bowing down a little bit more fully is because it's painful to you. Mishnah Bruins of Cotton Yudal, who writes, the Mexic you are, if you bend down so much, as I pointed out, it looks arrogant if you bend halfway down, that your, your face is is equal to your waist. Because you're doing much more than you're supposed to do, and it looks arrogant. Sivav, the Mechaber writes, When you bow down, you should do it quickly in one motion. When you're standing upright, you should do that in a much slower motion. First you upright your head, then you make upright the rest of your body. And you do this slowly, so it shouldn't look like it was a burden for you to have bowed down. Siv Zayin. The Mechaber writes, When you bow down, you're bowing down when you say the word Baruch, and when you stand upright, Zokef Bashem. You stand upright with the name of Hashem. We'll see in a moment, this is a big machlokis. Should you be standing upright already when you say the Shem Hashem, or do you stand upright while you're saying the Shem Hashem? So the Mishnah Bruin Siv Kotnyud Beis writes, Kisha Omer Baruch, when you say the word Baruch, Yichra Bebirkov, you bend by the knees. Ukisha Omer Ato, when you say the word Ato, Yishre, that's when you bend your body, Achi Yispakaguachul Yos, then you bend your back until the spinal column is a little bit visible. Ukisha Omer Modim, however, when you say Modim, you do it a little bit differently according to the Mishnah Bruin. There you don't do it in a two step process where you bend your knees and then you bend your back. Yichra Rosho Vagufo Ki Agmum Bevasachas. Here you go like a reed and you bow down your head and your body at the same time. And likewise, when you stand upright, you do it simultaneously, ad Hashem, until you say the shame of Hashem, and then you stand upright. The issue footnote number 16 brings down a very interesting discussion as to whether you should be upright when you say the shame of Hashem, or you should be becoming upright while you're saying the shame of Hashem. And the issue footnote number 16 brings down, in the name of the Rav Yor, and this is also brought in the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch, as well as the Yisod, the Shorish Ho'avoda, and the Chesed La'alofim, and as well Rav Chaim Kanievsky, that you should be fully upright before you say the shame of Hashem. So you're bowing at the knees by Baruch, you're bowing by the back by Atah, you slowly come up, and when you're fully upright, you say the word Hashem. And this is the opinion of these great Gedolim. On the other hand, the Orchus HaChaim says that you stand upright while you're saying the shame of Hashem, and he says this is Mashma from Rashi. But in the Pirish of the Rimi Lunil, he brings down both of these opinions. And the Siddur of the Ivitz has a compromise position. When you say Avos, then you should be coming upright while you're saying the Shem of Hashem, but when you're saying Modim, you should be upright before you say the Shem of Hashem. Sivkot Yud Gimel, the Mishnah explains why we are Zokef Bashem, because the Pasuk says, Dirsiv Hashem Zokef Kifufim. When we say the Brach every morning, God is the one that straightens people out who are bent. 
Siv Chest, the Machaber writes on the Spalo, somebody's Davish Manesser, Ubal, Kinegdo Akum, and passing by him is an Akum, the Eshlo Tunas, Avodos Kumyod, when he has some sort of an Avodos Zora that he's carrying in his hand, or maybe he's wearing it on his shirt or something like that. And now you're up to the point where you're about to bow down. And if you'd bow down, it would look like you're bowing down to the idol or the simon of the idol that the guy is wearing. You shouldn't bow down at that point, even though you're bowing down to a Kodesh Baruch, but it looks for outward appearances that you might be bowing down to the Avodah Zohar. The Mishnah Buri in Sivkot Nidal writes, the guy is carrying it in his hand, so he says, look in the Mugin Avram, the Masha Kosov, the Imhu Vichule. And the Mugin Avram there says that if he was a Tsar, if he's an officer, then maybe it would appear to everybody that you're not bowing down to the Getchka that he's holding, the idol that he's holding, but you're bowing down to him as the officer. However, the Mugin Borm is very strong and it says you shouldn't do this Mugin Avram, you don't have a right to bow down to the guy who's an officer, and certainly not when you're Davish Munasri. The reason for this is because it looks for outward appearances that you're bowing down to the Ketchka, to the idol, or to the Avodos Kochavim over here, and not to HaKodesh Baruch Hu. The issue of footnote number 18 reminds us of the din that if there's a Ketchka on the wall, there's a, you're in a hospital or something like that, and there's a cross on the wall or anything like that, you should try not to face in that direction when you daven, even if this will mean that you're not facing in an easterly direction when you daven. This concludes today's shir.